We're here. We're back. We're ready. We're ravers, baby. We just came back from Hard Summer. I wish. I wish. I've been wanting to go to Hard Summer for a long time. Go to one of those EDM music festivals. Because, like, been to a lot of music festivals. They're fun. But, like, an EDM one. Everyone's, like, all on Molly and shit. They're all hyped up. I've only but, been to one music festival. And there's a country one. Which still, going to music festivals, there's, some, there's like, a vibe to it that, like, it's different than going just to a singular concert or show. Yeah. Um... We may have a little issue here. Oh, you no, speak good. a little bit we're louder good. here. Uh, not coming in loud enough. Uh, but hey, welcome. If we sound a little bit differently, that's because we got some new equipment today. Woo. Got a new mixer. We're uh, rich now. New microphone. Dude, we're out here hustling. I'm taking side jobs on the side. You know, don't ask what I did. It's all good. Um, but uh, yeah, we got brand new mics. And so uh, hopefully you guys can hear the difference. Uh, but yeah, welcome. Riffs on Tap, episode 12. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're partying now. Uh, Noah's actually on a mic. Now. Yeah. Hello, guys. Out. I'm Noah, the producer. You can actually hear him correctly now. Hopefully. He, as he tells all of his stories about... Um, Random you know, bullshit that doesn't matter. Yeah, about the trailblazers and anime. Fuck the trailblazers. technical issues with the mic. Fuck the Lakers. Damian Lillard's coming to the Lakers. No, he's not. Didn't you see his tweet? <laughs> Uh, but all right. How was your week? How are you? How are you doing, Riley? My week was great. Got drunk a lot, like I usually do. Second place in trivia on Tuesday. Uh, don't ask how many teams there were, but we got second. Dude, it was second out of like 153. I think it was. It was at least 200. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. It was. It was impressive watching you guys perform. It was. It was lit. Um, this week I wanted to go with something a little differently with our beer. I know we've been doing a lot of craft beer and other other stuff, but it was something simple. I went with Peroni. 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 It's, uh, it's an Italian beer. Peroni. Um, and uh, one of the, there's a content creator I really enjoy. He's the one who, who mentioned the beer a lot. And I was like, let me try it. And I tried it a couple of years ago and just kind of really fell in love with it. It's just not available everywhere. It let looks me like just, a non-alcoholic beer. It does. It looks like the, what, what, what's that beer that they, uh, the Heineken zero alcohol thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean the oh, there's that there, now. There's That's the name. O'Doul's. O'Doul's. Who doesn't like themselves a good O'Doul? Who I, the fuck would drink non-alcoholic yeah. beer? Thank you for bringing that up because I feel like the people who drink non-alcoholic beer are the beer drinkers who are pregnant. They love beer so much because I know two people in my life that are like that. They're big beer drinkers. They're not really like liquor drinkers. They they just enjoy drinking beer. I mean, so do I. But what's the point in drinking beer if you can't get drunk? True, I know. It's like, it's such a weird, you're just taking in all the carbs and none of the, it's it's all negatives and no positives. That's yeah. very true. Um, I feel really awkward right now because I have a mic now and I can't go into my dormant mode of just using my phone. You still the can. Whole well, you still can. Yeah. I, I do that pretty much every podcast. <laughs> yeah, but like there's, t- like you even said it last episode where they're like, no, you're quiet today. <laughs> what are you doing? I was just using my phone the whole entire he time. You're looking at memes, you know, trying exactly. to get intel and information. What's going on in the world? Exactly. What is going on in the world? There was something recent that happened. Uh, the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we talked about the last week. Yeah. <laughs> the Olympics, the earthquake. Par- was it, wait, there was an earthquake? In 80. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, man, that sucks. They're, they're in a bad location, but, right in a fault line. Yeah. And 100%. There's a, a tropical storm heading there, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, I would like to say shout out to Naomi Osaka for... When she um, she's going to this tournament right now, she's gonna put all the winnings that she gets and sent is sending it to Haiti. Dude, for, that's for fucking fun. awesome. That's sick. She's she is one of the bright new stars in sports oh, yeah. right now. She's hundred percent. Twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, she's there. young. 
He and she's gonna be basically the Serena Williams of our generation. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, what's it called? We didn't talk very much about music last week, and I do want to talk a little bit about. I, I do want to get into some music this week, please. Donda, Kanye West is what fifteenth album or whatever. Not coming out. Uh, not coming out anytime he just keeps, soon. He just keeps fucking teasing everyone. He's he's put on two listening shows at Mercedes Benz Stadium. He has been there every single day for the past like month. Yeah. Apparently, it's been costing him around a million dollars a day to stay there, and he's just sitting in the locker room working on his album. Apparently, he is the embodiment of the song "Foreplay Long Time." Exactly. Legit. Yeah. yeah. It just. I'm just. I'm. Hey, great shout out. You know, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I try my best. I'm just, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a Kanye fan. Uh, I appreciate his music. And it seems like he's he's going in back to like more of the old school Kanye with his new album. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about. But I'm just, come on, man. Just fucking like finish the album. Just be just be normal. Yeah, just, true. just fucking make an album and put it out when it's ready. Don't do all these weird teases. And oh, man, it's frustrating. He can, though, because he's fucking Kanye. That's true. But I'm like, it makes me want to say a line from one of his songs. Oh, is it his song? I don't know if it How is. How could you be so I like the old Kanye. Yeah. yeah, it it really is. And I know I had mentioned to Noah before uh, one day we're, we're talking about, like, people always say old Kanye, new Kanye. But there's a lot of Kanyes in there his are. discography. Yeah. I consider old Kanye to be um, late registration and college dropout. New Kanye started at graduation and then um, 808s and Heartbreaks and My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Then there's the newer Kanye, which is you've got Yeezus, bless you. Bless your soul, Riley. <laughs> I don't have one. You've got Yeezus, Life of Pablo, um, and there's one other album in there as well. And then Gospel Kanye is in there as well, which is a whole nother fucking thing. Um, but yeah, he's a crazy fucking person. I'm just, I really want that new album ready. Gospel Kanye? Pretty good, I would say. It is very good, actually. It, it, uh, it kind of gives me the like uh, gospel uh, Nick Jonas, you know what I'm saying, where he had that one video where he was just with a uh, choir group singing Jealous. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that vibe. I, I, very <laughs> mu- I very much agree with that. I am sorry that I offended some people by comparing him to Nick Jonas singing with a choir. <laughs> gospel I'm Elvis sorry. will always be top tier gospel, though. I don't <laughs> care what Elvis? anyone else. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. Honestly, I don't think I've ever heard gospel Elvis before. Dude, it's fantastic. That's where he started. He started oh, with okay. gospel. Okay, so that's probably why I haven't heard it. It's, yeah. it's more of his like. Early, his early I mean, he still he put out I think a couple gospel albums and songs when not uh, later in his career, but yeah, gospel Elvis top tier. Sorry okay. to change the subject really quick. I just want to do a quick shout out to Riley's dad. I have a mic now. Listen to this episode. <laughs> You'll hear me. <laughs> My dad doesn't listen. Well, he I'm might. sorry. Well, he's, he's now going to. What's up, Dad? Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, other music things up happening this week that I wanted to talk about. So, ACL. Yes. Made some changes. We removed, you know, a rapper fellow guy for saying some things. Who's replacing him? Uh, Tyler, the creator. Okay. Which, well, well, I thought we were talking. Didn't we talk about that? What's his face was uh, like the, the the callback or what was it called? The understudy of uh, artist, uh, what's oh, his name? Yeah, Young Thug. I thought it was oh, gonna yeah. be Young Thug. Well, so Young Thug, so Lollapalooza dropped a baby like the day of, day before his performance. Yeah, and so that was probably super last minute. Like, who can fly in tomorrow morning and do sound check and get ready and get all their shit here? 
And luckily for wrappers, most of them don't have an elaborate display, maybe a big LCD screen or something, but pretty much you just need your, your, um, the CDJs up there so the producer can play your, your beats and shit and have a mic. And it's nothing that impressive. So Young Thug, it's probably super easy for him to fly into Chicago or maybe he was already there and it was all good to go. Um, but, um, yeah, for the baby, for since they had so much more time to figure it out, Tyler wasn't gonna come to Texas. He was only gonna come to I think Dallas and Houston, and he had no plans to come to Austin on his tour. So adding him to the ACL lineup actually made a lot of sense. And, yeah, uh, it's a town that I think fits for him. It's a festival that I think works. I wish uh, they would have had Noah Khan replace the baby, but you know, no. Yeah, that's what, that's what it is. All the baby, all the baby fans were like, you know what we need. You know, Noah Khan. Yeah, we need, we need some depressing pop music right now. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Noah Khan. Yeah, they, they already got Bleachers. Bleachers is taking care of that. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, that, that Jack Antonoff, so fucking talented. Um, but Stevie Nicks also, she has canceled all of her uh, 2021 performances. So she's not going to be there? She's not going to be there. What the fuck? And as well as um, they're, they have, have her replacement as well. It's going to be Duran Duran. Ooh, okay. I don't mind that. That's not I don't bad. Mind either. I love Stevie Nicks. Don't get me wrong, but Duran Duran, that's not a bad like replacement. But, I wouldn't be mad about that. But now, so both Sunday headliners got replaced. So the baby's out with Tyler now, and then Stevie Nicks is out, and Duran Duran's in. Got to pick Tyler over Duran Duran. I loved his new album so much. But and, if Duran Duran leaves, do you think Noah Khan has a chance? I mean. <laughs> I think there's about a 99% chance that he would replace Duran Duran. <laughs> um, Duran um, I feel like Duran Duran is such a weird replacement for Stevie Nicks, though. Uh, well, I think, okay, I guess they were trying to find an older screw group, 70s, 80s, trying to find someone who can get the crowd going. And look, at this point, in 2021, that's 50, from 50 where's years tears, ago. Where's Tears for Fears? I You're mean, right. I think Tears for Fears would have been the right? lit fucking choice. Yeah. Or if they pulled the ultimate move, and I talked about this last week, no they doubt. Just get yeah, no. I wish. I don't think. I think that would be sick. Uh, like replacement Stevie Nicks, just go straight. No doubt, Gwen is, Stefani. Is I Gwen think people Stefani would love back that. With no doubt. That's a good or are question. They still broken up. I think they're, they're still, still broken up. up. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's probably. But just like but, a little reunion. Well, guys, that'd be sick. Where you guys are missing the point here. This is finally the time for Smash Mouth to finally make their debut in Austin. That would be fucking lit. Oh my god. Everyone would go to that. It'd be like when oh, the yeah. Killers were there a few years ago. Everyone was fucking down for the Killers because it's lit. Everyone remembers their songs and knows their... Remembers their older stuff and loves their newer stuff. And it's just like... It's just perfect for everyone. For new fans and old fans alike. Smash Mouth... Yeah, I think I think could have been could have been the one. Smash Mouth. Yeah, dude. Man, Smash Mouth just like... Just throw back to Shrek, man. Just like... Just play the Shrek soundtrack all the way through. They should just bring everyone who like helped with the Shrek uh, soundtrack. There needs to be a, Sh- a Shrek music festival. There should oh, be. And then bring those are some everybody. Of, those are some of the best soundtrack <laughs> soundtracks in movies. Bring Mike Myers... I don't. I don't know what he'll do. He's just gonna sound he like just, him and Eddie Murphy just, just standing ogre. on stage. <laughs> he just makes ogre sounds the whole time. Ogre, donkey, donkey, get off my swamp. Do you think Mike Myers hates getting that when people see him out in public? Do you think he? What character do you think he hates having to? Quote he probably, probably. He probably gets a lot of Austin Powers. Yeah, no, hundred percent. What's groovy, baby? Yeah, I realize that. Yeah, those are the two characters where I feel like. It's, it, I think it's probably. I think his two most would probably be. Uh, or foremost, I'll say foremost would be probably Shrek, Wayne's World, Austin Powers, and Cat in the Hat. I guarantee it. Those are the You're four right. he gets most. What about right. actual Mike Myers? As in, 
Michael Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> exactly. He's like, you just ask him for lines and he just stares at you blankly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not tall enough to be Mike My- uh, the real Michael Myers, though. No, I'm, that, I wonder how tall Michael Myers is. Wasn't he like 6'8 or something I think like that? He, yeah, I think he's like 6'8. Yeah. Uh, talk, so it's like LeBron. Yeah. Talking about height, you know who the tallest rapper is right now? Blueface, baby. Uh, it is uh, Mr. Young Gravy at six foot six. Oh, Damn. is he actually six foot six? He's taller than Waka Flocka and Two Chains. I thought isn't Blueface tall too? Uh, can you look it up? Yeah, and I'll look it up. See, see How tall is uh, Snoop Dogg's? Like six five, right? Yeah, Snoop Dogg is up on the list of of tallest rappers as well. Um, but I was like, because I knew Young Gravy was was very tall. I didn't realize he was taller than Waka Flocka because I always assumed Waka Flocka was like super tall. Because uh, every time I see him. Oh, Blueface Blue is 6'4". Blueface height, 6'4". So I knew he was tall. I didn't think, what's his name? Um, well, he's, uh, was he, like a D, he was, he was going to be a D1 athlete, wasn't he? He was like a quarterback or something? Something like that. I don't know. He uh, he was in that uh, bare knuckles uh, fight against uh, that TikTok star. I saw oh, the, <laughs> and then he fucking punched some fan in the face after they rushed him or something. Exactly. Oh, I, I just feel like, where do you have to be at your career to be like, yeah, I'm going to do some... <laughs> Online pay per view fight against them. Is that TikTok a low point star. or a high point? I think it's low point for the TikToker. That's a high point for the rapper. That's a low point. Well, the <laughs> thing is with the TikToker, I think people want to see that TikToker get beat up just because he is no, very hated among the community. The of most hated TikToker in all of TikTok, New Main. Yeah, is that his name? New Main. New Main. People, <laughs> I was like, I was people like, fucking hate. Yeah, that. because he plagiarizes TikTok, other people's TikToks. Yeah, that's all he does. And he 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 like to claim like, oh well, everyone else does it. He's like, no no no, people are you recreating or parroting other TikTok using other people's audio, but they give credit. Yeah, what he does is he records the audio himself, re-uploads it with his name on it, and then does his own video. I fucking hate completely that. giving zero credit to the original person. Look, all you got to do is say, like, oh, man, this person had a funny idea, and I'm doing my version of it. That's perfectly fine. People do it on TikTok all the time. But uh, I hate that. Yeah, Snoop Dogg? 6'4". Six, six, four. 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 Yeah. Wow. So, Young Grave, if you just type in tallest rappers, that, it comes up. You see that picture that he posted with him and Kevin Hart, and he stretched Kevin Hart's leg, so he was <laughs> the same height as Snoop Dogg? That's not having seen yeah. That's pretty funny, though. Uh, but, yeah, Young Gravy from Minneapolis. It well, says he's six three right here. I don't know. That's how true. incorrect. <laughs> that he is six six. Is he? Uh, Let's see. Just type in tallest, tallest, uh, tallest rappers. But, sorry, game. sorry. I hit the mic again. I'm still oh, getting I'm, used oh, to I'm this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking Canadian. Tallest uh, rapper. It's already there because I already I looked it up the other day because he posted like a screenshot. Oh, Shaq. oh it's Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. Shaq makes sense. Idiots. Yeah. Okay, guys, yep. guys. <laughs> this doesn't fucking count. Shaq counts. Didn't he have a rap album? I think he, he has did. a dubstep album too, guys. Yeah. Kobe Kobe has a rap album. Wait, does Kobe have a rap album? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Man, Kobe's got he's got fucking he's got the Grammy, the Oscar, he's got the NBA championship. All the he needed, all he needed was the Tony, and you know, he was he working got, on it too. I bet. I bet secretly he was like Young Gravy, six six. And so uh, I don't know. Who the, I really don't know who the other rapper. Dave are. East, he, Andre Nicot. Nicotina and Kia Shine. Yeah, I'm not exactly 100% sure who those are, but. Isn't the Kia Shine a car? That's what. <laughs> it is. That's what he named himself yeah. after. He's like, yeah, it was my first car. You know, I loved it so much. And I got into a wreck with it. And I was like, I'm, you're going to live on forever with my name, Kia Shine. Lil Wayne's 5'5. Five, five. 
Excuse me? Easy E. 5-3. How, how, is, how is that intimidating? Well, I he, mean, he, he got, he's... No. Well, you saw him in the movie. In, yeah. In, in, so the boys sure in the hood are always hard, bro. Well, I'm sure... So, in Journey to Compton, the actors that got to play everyone, they were all very spot on, very yeah. pretty well, good. it really helps that the guy who played Ice Cube was Ice Cube's son. son. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> very true. Um, but, yeah, Easy in the movie, the actor who played him, he was very short compared to all the other people. Um... But yeah, that's yeah, that is hard to be hard. You're five three. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like I just on. have to put my arm out and you can't fucking touch me. Yeah, I w- <laughs> yeah, that is. Hey nice guys, can we give him time. a little slack? He's not alive right now. Okay, you're right. Rest in peace, Easy. We love you. Um, please, you know, be wrapping up there with who, whoever else is up there. I, I don't know. Biggie, who, Biggie, and Tupac. Tupac. Y'all are having this epic Elvis? fucking album. Elvis, yeah, rapping with Elvis. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> okay. So, let's think about this for a second. This is going to take a little bit of work here. If you could come together with a four-piece band of the four-piece band in heaven, essentially. Okay. So, people who've already passed, how are we going to comprise? We're looking for a singer, a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. Guitar, uh, easy, Jimi Hendrix. I respect that. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I agree. I'm down for that. Uh, vocals. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury or Elvis. But I'd say Freddie Mercury. This is just me being a grunge fan. Oh, what, Kurt I would, Cobain. Yeah, I would oh say Kurt God. Cobain. Yeah, it's oh, because okay. I love his. I like what he does. So that's I, just I don't know about. I don't know about drums and bass. Um, ooh, drum yeah. and bass. He knows all about drum and oh, bass. Oh, dude, dr- yeah. I, I actually was listening to another podcast about drum and bass and how at, there are a lot of people in the EDM community who say drum and bass is going to make a resurgence in America. It's not. I'm sorry. It's just not. Oh um, no, drum Levon Helm from the band. Shout out. He's. Uh, fucking who was it? Elton John. He said he's the only person that should ever uh, be lead vocals and drum at the same time, which I disagree with. Uh, cause fucking Don Henley. But yeah, it is what it is. That's a good one. And then, so what are we missing now? Guitar player? No bass. Oh, bass player. I don't know any bass hmm. players. The only bass player I actually respect and actually know about is Flea, but he's not dead. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he's well and alive. So I can't remember the bassist for Queen, but he's also still alive, so he doesn't count. Yeah, I can say the only. I'm sorry. Really I'm sorry to bassists out there. From you two. We don't know anything. Oh, well, I, why are you talking to me about being louder? No, no, no. I'm telling you just to turn mine up. So I can't. I don't yell. You I, can't? I don't know how. Oh my god! Just kidding. I don't know if I could do that mid-recording. Um, a sound engineer. That's fair. He's, he's yeah. I'm sorry. Different. It's like it's like that scene in Dave when uh, Al's is in the studio with Trippy, and he's like, "Yeah, move that, move it to the back, to the front." And he's like, "What, what, 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 what do I do?" It's like, "Dude, just move the part from the back to the front. Come on, it's not that hard." And he's just like, "Dude, aren't you the guy, man?" The guy. The guy. You, you I'm the, the guy. You are the producer. Paul you are Al's. You got a little dicky here, Gator and Al's. Can I be... Um, I'm a little dicky, because I have a small dick. That's understandable. Yeah. I understand that, because I'm all Asian. Your, all, your height went, <laughs> all your height went to you and not your dick. Yeah. It's like, you can be tall or have a massive dick. You know? Would you rather be short with a big dick or tall with an average dick? Tall with average. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What the? What kind of question is that? <laughs> <laughs> I think, because small to big dick, it's like, you just, you, you're like, well, not, you, you not see small, those guys. Not small, like Kevin Hart small, but like... Five six, five yeah. seven. Yeah, you're five six and below. But like you see those guys before who they have all this attitude and swag to them, and I'm just like, look, that dude probably's got a massive cock or something, but he looks like a fucking douchebag because yeah. he's a little tiny little guy running around. Now I hate seeing like a someone who's like five three stepping out of this big ass lifted truck 
And I'm like, oh, why yeah. the fuck are you? Like, what? I know you're compensating, but still, like, go get yourself a Nissan Leaf, a yeah. smart car, something that's more appropriate. A for Kia you. Shine? Are you kidding me? <laughs> is that a car? Look at that. Is that a car? <laughs> I want to know. It's gonna be like, oh, this is a car. It's only in the Italian market. You know, specifically, you know, Forte is a word that's not good in Italian, yeah. so they had to change it to the Shine. It's because I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> I think we're just stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like it'd be a car. Well, Kia, Kia, if you're listening. Are you guys familiar with the the Chevy Nova? The yes. car? Yeah, the story behind that? I don't know the story behind it, but I know it's a car. Do you so, know Elon Musk? That's I've never him. Heard of her. So Chevy has a car called the Nova. In America, it's whatever. It's a shitty car. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those like affordable cars. It's small. Yeah. Um, but in Mexico, they decided to, um, you know, sell cars over there too. But unfortunately, Nova, if you translate in Spanish to Nova, means don't go, doesn't go. So how the hell are you going to sell a car that's like, oh, the Chevy doesn't go? Why the fuck am I going to buy a car that doesn't go? And it's like they realized they had to remarket the car in Mexico or just discontinue it because it just it it wasn't going to sell with such a bad name. And just no one in marketing realized the issue with the car. Um, So the Chevy Nova? Yes, it is. And also, apparently the Nova also, I think that's the car that had such bad issues that it, uh, if you hit the gas compartment in the right way, it would blow up. Oh, so nice. uh, that was another reason they discontinued it. That's there was, what you want. There was faulty issues with the car. <laughs> when you said Chevy Nova, I was expecting it to be like an actual car still being made, but not a uh, 1970s. 1970s. <laughs> uh, but what do I know about cars? Look, yeah, um, yeah. I know the how Nova, to press the gas and the t- brake. Dude, I wish I just had a car that would just turn on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's got a point. Not all of us can be so. Lucky. I guess that's a good starting point, right? Yeah, just turn like, it on. Does turn- it turn on? Yeah. Like, no. Like, all right. Well, hey, can we move off of music just for like a quick second? We weren't even talking about music. We're like, well, I, well yeah. no, 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 I'm talking about like, well, uh, yeah, sure. our we main basis was we talking about music. Well, um, I was watching the show over my trip in California, okay. and um, it's on HBO Max. It's actually a DC show, Titans, uh, based off of the Teen Titans, in a way. Are they Titans who are no longer teens? They are They're not like 20 teens, and yes. Older? Uh, Starfire is black. Let me just put that out there, yeah, which you, is do fantastic. Do you have a problem with that? Or no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, wait, you, you said it, yeah, you, said, you said it like you had a problem. Like, oh, I don't. She can do whatever she wants. I don't. The, pro- uh, the only thing is, like, it's she's always been portrayed as, like, Asian, I guess, in Teen Titans, and like I don't know what else in something else. I think Asian. I don't know. I don't know alien races out there. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa! Beast is hold green. on, hold on. Do right. I mean, Beast you know, is green, calling, but I think he's like calling Asian people aliens. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to all my Asians out there. I am Asian. I did not mean to be offense offensive in is any it way. Weird that I didn't give nationalities to any of those characters. Like Robin, I assumed was American. But like nah, Starfire, I didn't give her any type of nationality. I was like, well, she's not human, so she wouldn't be from a, a country. But let me just say, off that, uh, off whatever I just said, Titans, good show. I'm only on episode like six right now. Actually, very fantastic. Recommend. And Riley knows I don't watch TV shows often. He doesn't. So I recommend it. Dude, Sorry. HBO off, Max has off a topic. lot of great shows. They're coming out with a show... Uh, it's about the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, I and saw I'm that. Very excited for it. Ooh, that that sounds super fun. I also watched the new Suicide Squad. Very good what, compared to the first one. I've heard everyone say very positive things about it. We were supposed to watch it yesterday, but we just after making dinner and everything, we just got so tired. Who replaced so Will late. Smith? Will Smith, um, Idris Elba. 
Okay. That's a pretty I guess that's a good comparable replacement. Yeah. replacement. But he's not he's not um he's not Deadshot. He's oh, okay. uh, Bloodsport. Very similar character, but um uh what's it called? Still different. What's the name of John Cena's character? Same, same, but uh, different. Peacekeeper or something like that? Or Peacemaker. Peacemaker, yeah. They have a whole show based around that character. Yeah, hey, he was so popular. I'm just going to base this off of what I've seen. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Wait, John Cena? Oh, no, John Cena. Peacemaker. Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, he seems like a fucking douchebag. Like, a douchebag. He's literally the anti-Captain America. Basically. Yeah, and but they're building a whole show around him. Is John Cena going to play mm-hmm. him still? Yep, he's going to continue the character. I like John Cena. Uh, I'm not a big. He's a pretty good. He's actor. a he's a good comedic actor for sure. He's all right actor, I would say. I said comedic actor. Oh, comedic actor. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I think all right. The thing we I think I've overlooked, and I don't know if you guys feel the same way or not, but I feel that a lot of people go, man. There's there's a lot of wrestlers that have become movie stars and everything. It's because they've acted their whole career. Exactly, and I, and that's the whole thing. They they've been actors their whole yeah. career. They're just changing their audience essentially. Uh, they're playing a different character, but yeah, like I, I realize that like the reason why they're all so successful and they're doing so well is because they've already been doing this for years. That's true. Yeah, um, I'm sorry to the little kids who watch this, but WWE is fake. fake. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. I never. Show. Were y'all ever into the WWE? Yeah, I, well, growing up, yeah, I was like, never into it. I was just more, well, school. mainly for just me. I loved Rey Mysterio. Okay. Oh yeah, he's um, another one. Uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> Nacho Libre, best WWE wrestler of all time. Exactly. No, I think yeah. When I was younger, uh, was a John Cena fan. Like the Hardy Boys, uh, Matt and, and uh, Jeff Hardy. They were both super cool. Um, yeah, Rey Mysterio. The book series. <laughs> no, not the book series. Yeah, that's why I had to specify. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, I was super into into wrestling for a while. And a friend of ours actually asked us. He was like. Yeah, I'm going to go see, uh, I think it was like SmackDown or Raw or whatever. I was like, oh, dude, it's fucking lit, man. Like, Smash Mouth? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it kind of made me like want to like, I, I would I would go to a show. If, if it was in town and tickets were not that expensive, I would go to a show. Oh, yeah. Because I think it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a, fun, a fun night. I could respect that. Yeah. All right, so back on the topic of uh, Musica, Alejandro sent a video in our group chat. It was... Uh, the greatest or how basically how you define your greatest artist of all time. And it was a you have to have five albums in a row, not just total five albums in a row that were fucking bangers. Like I think it was B plus or yeah, eight out of ten or higher. So who fits y'all's criteria for that and who doesn't? Wait, say uh, say the question again. I just was looking at you and did everything went out one year. Yeah, that I mean, that's. You know, makes sense for you. Uh, <laughs> who, who, who fits the criteria for you of a, a, an artist or a band that had five B plus or higher albums in a row? Albums, yeah, yeah five great uh, albums in a row. Because I was looking, Queen's my favorite band of all time, but they don't quite fit that criteria. Criteria? Do they not have enough albums, or is there an album? They have plenty of albums. It was just like there would be that one album in there that would it just miss the cut. Yeah. And so, why do you think I can I can give some some background on it? Five or more, you said. Yeah, five albums. In five a row. or more. So you're by the computer, so you have the advantage of looking up. I'm not albums. going to though. Um, but so the, in the video, the guy talked about Kanye, and I agree with him. Get rid of if you look at from so the albums we we just talked about before we started. Um, 
it's the college dropout, late registration, graduation, um, 808s and Heartbreak, My Dark Twisted Fantasy, Life of Pablo, Jesus, Life of Pablo. Yeah. Get rid of the first two. Some people consider that he, he has seven albums in a row. But if you just get rid of those first two, he still has the five albums in a row that are B plus or better. And I, I, I totally agree. It wasn't until after Life of Pablo where things get shaky. They're not bad projects, but they get shaky. Because um, he has like the album with Kid Cudi. Uh, Watch the Throne is a, compl- is, is, a, is a dual project, so it's not counted in there, but it is a great album. Um, I'm sorry. I'm blanking right now, so I'm looking this up. But uh, U2, my, one of my favorite bands of all time, they don't pass because Akatung Baby is not regarded highly. Or not Akatung Baby. It's Rattle and Hum isn't regarded super highly. Zuropa and Pop all are right in the middle of their career and breaks up their albums into you have three on the newer end, four on the older end, and then a couple more albums that their newest albums just didn't didn't hit. Yeah. So they do unfortunately do not have five in a row. Um, I got, I mean, you said B me, plus or higher? Yeah. So like something that you would personally consider like an eight out of ten album. So I, I mean, Journey for me is on that list. They had. Um, let me look at the albums. It was. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm blanking. They, they had really hard. Right Infinity. Um, Evolution, Departure, Escape, and Frontiers. So they had they have a solid five album run there. Yeah. Uh, I think Elvis was on that for me. Uh, obviously, Michael Jackson. He had, I think, the best run. Oh, yeah. yeah probably 100%. Because yeah. he had... What, why don't we, why don't we take was, a look at some of your favorite bands? He had Off the Wall, Thriller, Kenny Bad, G. Dangerous, legend. and History. Yeah. I mean, an insane five-album run. I love Off the Wall. It's fantastic. Off the Walls, yeah. Um, so another one of my favorite bands is Maroon 5. Um, Songs About Jane, banger. It won't be soon before long. I'll consider it. Uh, Hands All Over is the one where I don't think it gets the full 8 out of 10. It's like a seven and a half, seven. It's yeah. a maybe. Overexposed gets it and uh, five gets it. So there's your five. Red Pill Blues isn't long and isn't old enough to consider it an 8 out of 10. And Jordy is not an 8 out of 10, unfortunately. So their first five albums locked yeah. it for him. I give, uh, yeah, same with, I mean, I think Panic at the Disco only has six albums. And luckily, pray, I, th- I love Pray for the uh, Wicked, oh, but yeah. I don't think it's an 8 out of 10 mm-hmm. for me. But they have Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Their first I would call album. it at least a 7. Pretty Odd, Vices and Virtues, Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die, and Death of a Bachelor. Yeah. So I think they just make it. Obviously, the Beatles make it. That's what Garth yeah. Brooks does. Well, actually, what you saw in the video, the Beatles have an odd caveat where they have to remove some soundtracks and be like, okay, yeah. we're not going to count the soundtracks and we're just going to go straight through to do, um, which it was weird. He, he, he didn't, he didn't talk as highly about Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club as much as I would have expected. Cause that's my favorite Beatles album. I think it's a great album. I think it's so trippy and different than their, their, uh, older stuff that, uh, maybe gets perceived in a bad light. But for me personally, that's yeah. my favorite. It's a great yeah. album. CCR makes the list. With, I mean, they have their self-titled album, Bayou Country, Green River, Willie and the Poor Boys, and Cosmos Factory. They make the list. And they, I mean, that was in two years that they put all five of those albums out. Yeah, which is fucking yeah. crazy. Um, Just imagine if they would have fucking stayed together instead of breaking up after four years. 
uh, I know that's so it's it's crazy how you can capture lightning in a bottle and then it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just, oh no, nope, we're done. We finished the project or whatever, and that's it. Um, I did appreciate the way he talked about Run the Jewels. Uh, they do only have four albums, so one album away. Yeah, but it feels like every album they've put out has just been pure perfection. They're just the way that they are able to convey their thoughts and ideas about what's going on in the world, but still be so upbeat and fun and interesting. Uh, Run the Jewels one through four is fantastic, and I'm super excited and and hope we will get a fifth album from them. Oh yeah. <clears throat> What about you, Noah? What you got? You've had time to look it up. I did. And here's the problem I'm coming into right now. A lot of... Just because I'm very biased to the bands I like. And I know a lot of them don't have like that style in a row. And the albums I... Like, when it comes to music, I'm more on a singular song basis knowledge. Yeah. But when it comes to albums, my knowledge on albums is very minimal compared to other people. Like, I could not even tell you... The album Mr. Brightside came out of. Uh, Sam's Place. Sam's Place. See? I know that name. I just don't remember that kind of stuff. Like, I just know songs. No, it wasn't. Was it? Uh, it's Sam something. Sam, well, Sam's Town, but Sam's I think that Town. was... I think that's the... No, um, that's the one where all the hits came off of, I think. The majority of their hits. It's the one with the blue background and the stars. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, no, that's Hot Fuss. Hot. Sam's Town is the one that uh, When We Were Young came out. Ah, uh, okay. That cool. and Read My Mind. Okay, there you go. Read My Mind. Um, are you better with song titles or song, or album art? When, if you're, like, thinking of an album, like, oh, I just can't remember it. Are you, like, can you remember the title or the album title. Art better? Title, 100%. Art. Yeah, I can, like, I can describe you the artwork. Yeah. Figure out the album for me. Not I'm me. Very much so. Yeah. I will name yeah. name an album then. Got Any him. album. Got him. Death of a Bachelor. <laughs> That's true. He got me there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's hard because yeah, there's there's some artists that go through this weird period where like like you too, they went through a period where they tried something new and it didn't yeah. work out, and because of it, they break the streak and they don't have five in a row. Mm-hmm. But overall, they have seven or eight. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard to find an actual like artist. Like there's, it's a very small group of people who actually released five straight albums of pure bangers yeah which is understandable because in the video he looked at kendrick lamar yeah someone who's highly regarded as one of the greatest rappers of our generation and everything was great except for what he argued was damn yeah. the most recent album which because it was more commercial and he did the same thing with metallica mm-hmm. with the black album yep uh, there are more commercial albums and it's toss up whether you liked it or not yeah and i agree which i honestly for kendrick i would take it away from the the uh untitled um album the one where it's just the 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 demo tracks and stuff yeah that the one would have killed it for the five for me um yes i i get where he was coming from of like well it just shows that even in demos how talented kendrick lamar was and his wordplay and this now like yeah i get that but it's an unfinished unmastered album it just yeah, it just feels like he just hit record and then stopped recording and put it out, and um, but yeah, Kendrick, even for someone as great as him, he either just doesn't have enough albums if we remove that one album, or yeah, he he ran into a hitch where yeah, it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, he did talk about some newer uh, artists who were don't have five albums yet, or if they would have had a fifth album, 
they would have like a, he put Phoebe Bridgers on the list. Yeah, and I was like, she's got two albums. Yeah, it could go anywhere. From yeah, I mean, here. I could say Noah Khan's gonna be on that list because this album's gonna be a banger, but that's still only gonna be his second album. Yeah, exactly. he actually has. He said he's gonna his. Uh, I think in a few months or next year, sometime he's gonna release a folk album. Ooh, yeah, I saw that. Good, I saw that. I'm excited for that actually. But yeah, I mean, it's for a lot of these artists, it's just too early. If you have four albums and they're all bangers, then yeah, you can talk. It's crazy. There's a band uh, I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Um, it's King Lizard or King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, uh, they're a band from Australia. They're they're a rock group that has some metal albums and some folky albums and some traditional rock albums. They're like all over the place. They have like 13 albums in like five years. Like they just keep putting out music, and they're just like uh, whatever is if it sells, it sells. If you know, if not, whatever. Yeah. Um. Those are the artists where I'm like, man, like you, your production level or your like output is so fucking crazy. I can't keep up with them. Yeah. Oh, you know who else makes that list uh, by a lot? Fucking Charlie Crockett. Ooh, uh, I don't think I've gone far enough back. To... He's got some. I mean, I I haven't heard a bad album by him. We got some hot takes. No, I'm just kidding. Let me <laughs> let me pull up his albums and because the Valley's great from front to back. Yeah, it's his a very good album. Yes. great from front to back. So I'm his first album, Stolen Jewel, great album, love it. In the Night, his second album, Ooh, I think you listened to, love it. Uh, Little JL's Honky Tonk Jubilee, another fantastic it's album. Really That's the one. one that Jamestown Ferry's on. Yeah. Lonesome as a Shadow, fantastic fucking album. Little JL's Blue Bonanza, great album. The Valley, Welcome to Hard Times. I mean, that's, what, six albums? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven albums. And those are all recorded in the span of like three or four years, right? Yeah. They were all his, like his very fir- recent. His first album came out in 2015. Since then, yeah, 2015, 2016, 2017, two in 2018, 2019, 2020. Yeah. So he, he's been putting out music at a very quick pace. Yeah. Uh, whereas I was, I was listening to, uh, I was watching another video about artists talking about new metal artists back when new metal was kind of coming onto the scene. Yeah. So I learned because there's a group of bands I do not like. I just I don't know what what they sing about and the style. Just it's not for me, unfortunately. It's just not a fan. Which is new metal, which are bands like Limp Biscuit, Corn, Lincoln Park, Papa Roach. You don't like Lincoln Park? Some of their stuff I do. Some of it was more like the rap heavy stuff. Where I'm like, what are you doing? I get that. It's like it's like this isn't you. Like this is but like different... numb. Like numb is a fantastic song. Uh, what was the song that was in uh, Transformers? Um, uh, yeah, that was more of like a. It was more like a traditional rock song. Yeah. When yeah. they. No, in the end's good, but in the um, end is good. Um, it's uh, but they they just what have I've done. They're they're like rock slash new metal, and they're like in the in between. Yeah. And so I Linkin Park's like kind of on the list, but like. I don't know, like Pop Roach. I just don't like Pop Roach. It's just like that whole style and genre I don't like. But like Rage Against the Machine, Tom Morello was talking about how like they were kind of the seeds for that genre. Yeah. Of like they were kind of doing this rappy type thing with rock. and But because they didn't put out music so often, they, it'd be years between the albums that, that there was a period of time where they put out an album and people were like, man, I wish we had more music like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And all these bands just cropped up and filled the void that was that was left there and that's why they they had so much success because people are like yeah you like rate the machine but you talk about cool stuff like you know fucking girls and doing this and i'm like 
that's not what I came here for. I came here for the rape the machine, like fuck, like literally fuck the machine, fuck yeah. the policies and politics and whatever bullshit. And it's a whole different like genre, but it was weird hearing different artists like Billy Joel Armstrong talk about like, he's like, yeah, like fuck those bands. Like I hate that style and stuff. Where's Billy Joel Armstrong from? What band? Yeah. What band? Uh, Panic at the Disco. Fucking Green Day, you okay. yeah, I don't You're going to ask me what he the knows. fuck? I don't know. I know. love Green Day, and you're going to ask me what... Where's... Oh, my gosh. What just happened right there? Well, you um, happened. That's what happened. Yeah, you try to, try to fucking pull a fast one on me thinking I didn't know who Billy Joe Armstrong... Who's Trey Cool? Trey Cool? Mm. Uh, oh, that's LL Cool J's brother, right? <laughs> yeah. Also Green Day. Is he? Yes. Guitarist or... Yeah, the guitarist. Yeah. Um, Trey Cool, baby. Shout out. So, side note on Billy Joel, um, or Billy Joe, um, or Billy Joel, we can get into yeah. both. <laughs> oh, that's perfect, actually. So there was an interview with uh, Billy Eilish and Billy Joel Armstrong. Yeah, and they were it was a Billy, Billy and Billy. They should have gotten Billy Joel in there too, <laughs> and just be like, it's triple Billy time. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love Billy Joel. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it was a. Uh, I know Billy Joel is fantastic. Um, but yeah, it was, just, it was a fun little interview and fun little photo shoot they did for like Vogue or whatever. Yeah, th- Billy Billy Joel is Whoa. so underappreciated nowadays. Yeah. I think El- Elton John gets all the credit, but Billy Joel is up there with him for that kind of pop era. No, I I one hundred percent agree. He um I don't know he has so many bangers and so many songs. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard to watch a movie in the eighties and nineties that didn't have Billy Joel's oh, music yeah. in it. And just the range, like Piano Man to fucking uh, Uptown Girl, Uptown Girl. Like it's just we didn't start the fire. Yeah, like he had oh, some fucking banger. banger. Oh, Anthony song moving out. Fucking <sighs> yeah, there, there's so many fantastic songs. Um but overall, yeah, no, I, I don't know, new metal. That's just a genre. I'm just like, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I totally understand why people like it. It, it is crazy. And uh, I guess this will segue us a little bit into our homework. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's crazy how many different uh, subgenres of rock popped up uh, after the 90s started. Because mm-hmm. you had that, it was kind of the ending of that era of like Kiss and Boston and all that 80s rock, like typical 80s rock. And then you had grunge start to pop up. You had more pop rock. You had all this stuff pop up. Mm-hmm. It was just a fucking crazy era for rock. I think it was, uh, I was listening to another artist talk about that and just for electronic music. The reason why we had in 2010, we had the Divergent part of, of EDM happen was because Skrillex's introduction of rock music to electronic music. Yeah. He was the one who was like, okay, rock music is running at this tempo and dubstep is running at this tempo. What if I run the heavy metal guitar at half the tempo and just speed it up? And layered on top, and that was the genius idea of how dubstep really blew up in the 2010s as bro step. Yeah, that subgenre. But it's the combining of genres is how sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. An example of something new that happened was trap country with Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. That's not country. I know, I know it's not technically, but like it's not at all. Not even technically, it's not at all. It it is because he talks about horses. Hey man, it's the whole idea and theme and mentality about it. Not it's every not, fucking Flatland Cavalry song is about being out in the West and everything. I know what, that. What defines country? See, country to what me is country? it's lyric heavy. It's not overproduced. It's not 
really produced at all. It's just fucking, you have your fucking instruments in the background and you're focused on the lyrics. Okay, can we get a definition of what is country music? But Riley, there's about, a thousand different definitions. What That's what it is to me. Riley, but trap about, isn't, okay. there's no way you can make, like trap isn't country. What about your opinion on like um, new age country? I right hate now? it. I hate it. Like Would pop you, country, bro country. But that, that's I the thing. It. I feel like it, it's at that point where you could also. Even there's call some. That. There's some good artists. In yeah. It, but it's just not. It's not country. It's too produced. You don't even have real drums on there. It's a fucking. It's just. It's not real music. Like so, it's not. So another, another. It's it's pop. It's pop. But it's it, yeah. It's you, pop music. You can't define pop as country. It's there. They clash so hard. Because That's true. There's a part. There's okay, another moment that. in the history where pop and EDM had a had a fight, and and not a fight, but kind of had a, a coming together point. Mm-hmm. So pop music didn't have a lot of electronic elements to it until the introduction of one specific group, and it kind of opened the doors a little bit. It, Backstreet Boys exploded. No, it was in sync. Fucking Chainsmokers. When Chainsmokers oh, yeah. started doing this like very lyric heavy yeah. kind of electronic elements in there, everyone had electronic elements in their group. Like they they spent the time to get a good producer. Yeah. Saw Benny Blanco so fucking popular because he just knows how to do it. Have a little bit of an electronic element in there, let your vocals shine through, whatever, you're all good and it works. And all pop music feels very in that vein. It was like that for a lot of the second half of the twenty tens. Um, Don't throw shade at John Bellion, okay? That's no. John Bellion right there, basically. No, no, he yeah. he's in that same, but like it's not a bad thing. It wasn't a bad thing that Chainsmokers happened. I think it's actually like really good because things like that help push music forward. Yeah, and it helps us come up with new ideas, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we're not making the same music over and over again with different lyrics. But that's what that's what that pop country genre has become. It's just the same shit. You have the same snap tracks in every song, the same simple ass beat talking about a girl and, you know, your pickup truck drinking a beer. Like, it's just the same shit over and over again. That's why I like that. Like the Texas country, it's different shit. You can go. There's a thousand different subgenres in it. There's a different. Every band sounds different. It's just that's country music. Like, it's not supposed to sound the same. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't hear five songs in a row at the same tempo with the same snap track behind it. I agree with you. Country music is definitely in need of some type of refresh and yeah. some type of new idea being brought to the table that helps revitalize the genre. I agree yeah. with you on that on that front. But I think that the fun part about music is that sometimes you have to look to the past to move forward. Look at what's uh, was it Silk Sonic? What they're doing is they just went back to like the 70s, 60s, yeah. and they got that like vibey feel to it, mm-hmm. and they're bringing it back. And it's super well, and that's why. Dope. So one artist that I, one new country artist that I do like, is uh, John Party. John Party's great. He has that. He's you know maybe a little overproduced, quote unquote. But he's got the fiddle in there. He's got the actual instruments. And it's just like that new age country meeting that, you know, 90s country movement to where like it's fresh and it sounds great. Great lyric. Like I just I love him. I love Luke Combs. But then there's just too many artists like Dan and Shay. I hate Dan and Shay so much. I agree. Kane Brown. I hate. So I have a question for you. I don't know if you listen to them at all, but um, uh, I'm a a fan of, of Bobby Bones himself as a person. But his band, was it The Raging Bones or something like that? I'm not sure. Uh, but he has a band with a buddy of his, and um, they're actually doing a show at Whitewater soon. 
and a little little mini festival out there. Have you heard any of Bobby Bones' stuff? And uh, I can't say that I have. Okay, he's he's one of those uh, country artists where I'm like, I, I knew him from. He was on a local uh, pop station, yeah, local kiss station in Austin for the longest time. I'd love listening to his morning show on the way to school every day. And then uh, he got a promotion. He was kind of the lead DJ at a country station in Austin. I was like, that's kind of weird. It was a a national country station. I was like, that's kind of weird. It's going from pop music to country music. But The Raging Idiot, that's what it's called. That's the name of his band. Okay. Um, Apparently, yeah, that's his kind of his his bread and butter. He loves country music, and he had his own band and everything. And uh, they're very successful. Like He's now nationally known. And... um, but he's one of those artists where I'm like, I support you. I don't know what your music sounds like, though. Yeah. But I just, I like him as a person, and he does good things for the community and stuff like that. Um, but what's it called? Um, well, how much time we got? Are we 48 here? Yeah. Doing good. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about some homework? We can. Talk uh, talk about, yeah, that grunge era a little bit. That grunge I, era was, I think it was fun. It was a fun era for rock because it was new. Yeah. I think for a while it was a little stale. You had very similar bands start coming out. I definitely agree with you on that one. Um, I think once like Nirvana and Pearl Jam started coming around, it was just, a, it was a new movement in rock. And that's, a, it was rock. I feel like it was always like that underground movement where you just had those rabid fans and it was crazy mm-hmm. and fuck the machine, like all that stuff. And that's yeah. what I think bands like that brought back. And it was, if it was refreshing. Exactly. There was just, there was so much going on in the country at the time and there was so much changing um, that people, people get angsty and they, people get really riled up and they need a way to express themselves. Yeah. And this music was a way for people like this to express themselves yeah. in, a, in a healthy way. And people would go to their shows and they would mosh and enjoy the shows. And because that was how they got out their energy. And it was, it was a good, healthy thing about it. Yeah. And we're lucky to have this music still, and it's still relevant, uh, you know, relevant I, and popular. I equate it to like when the Sex Pistols when they came out. Like it, they were so, it, it, they were so different, just because they were so fucking crazy, and everyone that followed them were so crazy because they were they fucking hated everyone, and they were just so, I don't know. So it was that kind of movement to where you had that, you know. It, I guess they were British invasion sort of. Yeah. But it was just that kind of movement in rock that I think rock needed and needs now. But, um, but yeah, so we had we had, um, we had a multitude of songs from uh, bands like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers during that era. And you know, all the music, it just has this like energetic vibe to it. And it, yeah. just, it feels good. Um, it's just something you can really jam out to. Oh, yeah. Um, overall, uh, I'm I'm very thankful for Noah for suggesting that era and that um, that time period because it was just cool to learn about. Um, what's it called? Um, do you have the list of songs? Uh, I have the list I gave you uh, that I had for you. Yes, I do. But I, I don't have your exact song. Because I, I gave you uh, "I Can't Dance" Genesis. Yep, fantastic song. Great. So I love. I mean, Genesis was. You talk about an innovative band, just mm-hmm. introducing that electric style to rock. Yep. Uh, Phil Collins, I mean, he's a, you know, God amongst men. Yeah. Uh, so show. Yeah, so is his daughter. <laughs> yeah, she's hot as shit. Uh, show must go on by Queen. That yep. was when Queen was winding down. R.I.P. Freddie Mercury. Um, Under the Bridge, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. In Bloom, Nirvana, and Learning to Fly by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Again, R.I.P. Tom Petty. 
just, I mean, he's an all-time great yeah. person and fucking singer. Mm-hmm. I think there was a story, someone was covering a song, and uh, they were like, oh, I guess you shouldn't do that to Tom Petty or whatever. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. He was like, music's music. <laughs> yeah. He was like, if they like my music, then that's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, overall, it was uh, a good, the songs that I would given you were... Um, one by U2, a little bit different because it's, it's technically rock, but like it's not in the grunge. Yeah. Uh, Suck My Kiss, Red Hot Super is the same album. Um, Even Flow, Pearl Jam, In Bloom, we both give each other that one. Losing My Religion and Two Princes by Spin Doctors, which I don't know. Two Princes is a song that can always play in my head. Oh, yeah. They're just like, it's it's in every fucking movie in the 90s. Yeah. Cause it just, well, that, I mean, that era was just so like diverse. There mm-hmm. was just so many different uh, styles of rock and different approaches to it and yeah it was just a great era yeah it was it was a, a fun little time to go back a fun little era to go back in time to yeah and listen to um for next week we don't really have any criteria for next mm-hmm. week we, i do have so because ne- next week i want to talk a little bit a little bit about like soul music oh and yes, that, that's yes, one of is. my favorite genres okay so i do have r&b soul r&b soul yeah like the original r&b not like Jason Derulo. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So when we're talking about soul, are you also talking about like, could you go back to the time of like Brian McKnight, R&B soul type of stuff yeah. too? Because I mean, Brian I'm McKnight going, was yeah. a one in my opinion. I'm going way back. I'm going. Oh, you're going way the fir- back. The first artist I, I want to give you, I'm going to give you uh, Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. That is one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Sam Cooke is one of the... All, he's one of my top three vocalists of all time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you a song that we were just listening to in the car that used to be one of our favorites, Reet Petit by Jackie Wilson. Okay. Great song. Uh, what else? Um, Soul Man, Sam and Dave. Mm-hmm. Another great band, just a great, you know, it's, they're all, like, I mean, most of them, they're bops. Like, it's just, you get excited oh, yeah. and you want to party. You want to have a good time. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Wilson Pickett, uh, in the midnight hour, fucking banger, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, Smokey Robinson cruising. Okay. Then I feel like so if you're gonna give me soul, I feel like I want to go right next door to it. Next door to soul, I think of funk. Yep. And so I want to give you some Parliament and some uh, some funkadelic in there. Um, so flashlight by Parliament. That's a that's a banger. Give up the funk. Um, P funk. Who wants to get funked up? Um, uh, can you get to that by Funkadelic? Which so if you're not familiar with Parliament and Funkadelic, so Parliament is the band where you get all the cool, fun, funky '70s songs. Like, uh, let me pull up the name of it because I don't want to mess up the name. Because uh, I can't remember the name of the song. No, it's not here. Okay, cool. I guess I'm just going to blank on the song. Um, it's Funky Town. Um, that, that's the song. It's a great song. It's a great Don't fucking song. Um, but they have it. So Funkadelic has a sister, or uh, Parliament has a sister band called Funkadelic. It's the same people in it, but it's rearranged differently to where it's more of a a soul-ish, yeah. but with the rock-heavy... It's, like, weird. It's hard to describe what it was that Funkadelic was, but their album, Maggot Brain, is kind of, like... It's it's one of those albums that I feel like when you hear the guitar, the guitar is singing to you. 
the guitar is the other vocalist in the, in the track. Like it just has so much heart and soul to it and feel to it. Um, but yeah, Parliament and Funkadelic. Quick um, question: Are we changing? The, is this a different format? Because I feel uh, this, we, yeah, this was because we didn't we didn't uh, do a, a regular think, homework yeah. last week, which yeah. I was going to bring up. But like, okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a different format. Are yeah, we going to go back just, to the regular format next week, or we, are we just going to you know, just we can't? Rip I mean, off we'll, whatever. we'll just we'll do whatever. But it was just this week I. We were like, uh, we might as well just give each other, you know, a random array of songs, and then yeah, yeah. See, that's and that's what confused me because, like, last week, I was when we finished the uh, our recording, I was really confused about like, oh shit, we didn't do homework at the end of it. I was like, oh, okay. we didn't. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of we're like um, giving the homework instead of like actually. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It was weird to me. So now I'm I'm caught up. Now I understand what we're doing. So. Yeah, I think ahead, next, yeah, I think next week. I don't know. I like the free flow nature of it, and I even thought about possibility maybe a TV show for homework this week. Um, I just, Titans. I just started a new show. I was I've been I've been getting back into the horror genre. I'm not. I don't like to be jump scared. I don't really like horror stuff that much. Um, but um, American Horror Stories. American Horror Stories. I um I kept seeing ads for it when we were watching Rick and Morty yesterday, and I was like, I asked my sister, I was like, what is this American Horror Stories about? I hear so many people talk about it, but I've never actually watched it. And she was like, oh, it's pretty good. Like the first season's really good. And I was like, okay, well let, let's let's try the first episode. And I watched it, and I was like, eh, it's a little bit. This is gonna sound weird. There's a little too much sex in that show for me. It's like it's like too sexual at first. That's something I've never heard anyone say. I know it just it's a horror <laughs> it's a horror show and it just feels weird. It feels out of place. It feels forced and unnecessary. I think um, I, it's one of those things. Like uh, give it the rule of thumb of anime. Give it a few more episodes, of course. Yeah. But the thing is, um, I do recommend American Horror. It's a great show. For me though, I will recommend Skip Freak Show. Freak Show is the worst season. Yeah, I've heard everyone say that as well. And so I'm starting off with Murder House. And look, every everything is set up in this first episode. I can see this could go this and that can go that. And I totally love the setup. But I think um, I think what I want to watch tonight probably, I think I want to watch a horror movie. Yeah. Because the series, it's, it's 12 episodes. And each episode long. That's a lot of investment for a payoff. Whereas in a two-hour movie or an hour and a half movie, I can get all the excitement and buildup of a, of a deep story, and then I get a payoff in two hours. I can respect that. Um, uh, can I give a recommendation of a horror movie if you are sure. going to watch one? No. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, this is coming from a guy who's a absolute pussy when it comes to horror movies. Uh, I just, <laughs> I, I, you could have just topped it horror movie. Right, pussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate you. But um, oh, Who doesn't? But uh, the, um, the movie I recommend is Sinister. Sinister is a fantastic okay. movie because, like, even though it did scare me in a way, it's very good. I actually recommend it because there's actually, like, depth to it. That's, yeah. And when I'm looking for a movie, I, I want depth. Not just like, oh, it's in your face, jump scare. And that's how I feel about Insidious. I'm not a big fan of Insidious just because I feel like it's... Not yeah. really anything. So, so for me, I think uh, if I if I had to narrow down what I like, I don't I don't need gory imagery or lots of violence. In oh, I hate I hate gore. Yeah, and I and I'm not a fan of like. I agree with that. I hate gore too. Like scary imagery. Yeah, Al like, Gore was just. <laughs> but suspense. Man if, if you're gonna build suspense in a story, like I'll give you a perfect example. Have you guys seen Ten Cloverfield Lane? Yes. Uh, no. 
So Are you talking about the one where they're in the bunker, right? Yes. Yeah. Where there's nothing scary about the movie. Oh right, good, yeah. Is that a horror movie? Uh, it's a it's a it's a thriller. Yeah, okay. And so, so I think what I enjoy is thrillers where you can build suspense. Parasite's the same way where oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, build yeah. up the suspense and there's good payoff. Yes, it gets a little violent uh at parts, but like for the most part it's just suspenseful. Oh yeah. It's just like it's cool. It's building up. It's like what's going on here? Like what's happening? Like where where are we going here? Ten Cloverfield Lane was very much like that. It was very suspenseful. I just wasn't a big fan of that movie. Ten Cloverfield Lane? I thought it was just boring in my opinion. Like even though it's yeah, a thriller. It's it's just weird. These three group these three people all together in this bunker it just feels weird and off and creepy. But it adds to the suspense of like, are they going to survive or not? Why are we in this bunker? What's going on in the No, exactly. World? But like, I thought it was such a weird movie just for the fact that like, it's based off of Cloverfield, the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Clover is the monster it's based off of uh, like, uh, like that actual like canon part of the, the storyline. But like, um, I don't understand why they made the movie about like, oh, they're going to hide in this bunker because there's something happening in the world. But the thing is like, they don't know what it is. Like it, was, it, it feels random to tell somebody else just a random story behind what Clo- uh, what Cloverfield what yeah, was actually. It's, it's a weird side story that just yeah, it it, it kind of doesn't. It's it's in the Cloverfield Lane universe, but it's a side story that has nothing to Wasn't do. Wasn't John the, Goodman? Did he already say that? Was John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane? Yeah, him and then the what the uh, what the actress who plays. It's a uh, oh man, Kristen yeah. Stewart. No, she plays, uh, and Scott Pilgrim plays the girlfriend. Brie Larson? No, not Wasn't that Wasn't she in Scott yeah, Pilgrim? Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. I just know her as Violet. Is, is it Violet? No, it's not no, Violet. It's... What's her name in, uh, in, uh... Incredibles? In uh, Scott Violet. Pilgrim? I forgot her name. Um, I don't know. There's a streamer who looks just like her, and, uh, like, she, like, cosplays at her, like, pretty frequently. Yeah, no, straight up. Uh, there was this girl I was talking to, and she, that was her main cosplay was What's-Her-Face from... The actress' name is Elizabeth something, I think. Yeah, no, Olsen. but I'm talking about the, uh, the Mary character. Elizabeth Olsen. Huh? No, is, is it, it Elizabeth Olsen? No, it's Ma- I know. Oh, Mary Elizabeth. There's a computer Winstead. in front of me. I could legit Mary look Elizabeth this up, Winstead. But I don't want to. It's Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I ah, remembered finally, but yes. I don't remember her character name. But yeah, she's in Ten Cloverfield Lane. She's fantastic in it. Oh yeah, she's fantastic in everything. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm looking for thrillers and suspenseful movies. Yeah. Like that and Parasite and, and stuff like that. Not exactly horror movies. I would say, though, um, Sinister is still, even though it is considered horror, I, I feel like it's like a good mix between horror thriller. Okay. In a way. Or just watch Shutter Island if you want oh, to. Oh, man, I love Shutter Island. <laughs> so, like, that's I guess that's choice. another one. The Shutter list. Island's a great fucking movie. It's a fantastic movie. One of Leo's best works. It sucks that he, did, he didn't get any recognition for it. No. Yeah. I, I think people could, people write off horror movies. Not the problem, but all right. Well, we're sitting at a little bit over time here, so we should probably should wrap it up. Uh, Riley, do you have anything else to, to add here at the end? No, I'm just finally excited to get into Soul. I feel like that's dude. It's, it's gonna be ref- it's new. We I'm haven't excited. talked about it yet. I'm, I'm excited to listen to to expand. Yeah, because those are artists that I'm familiar, I know of, yeah, but haven't actually listened to their work. So I'm excited about it. Uh, no, we got anything to add here at the end? <clears throat> I'm sorry for the loud spikes. I'm still trying to figure out the mic situation, but that's mainly only from the mic I'm using. So, um, yeah, next time it should be better. I'm sorry. All right, y'all. Well, I I think that's everything for me as well. So uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far in the episode, if you guys could please go follow us on socials, on Twitter, on Riff, at Riffs on Tap. 
as well as on Instagram at wrist on tap as well. Uh, we're posting, uh, just supplemental info, uh, some stuff we talk about, uh, when the episodes go live and all that fun stuff. Uh, but if you follow us on those, on those pages, you'll find links, uh, you know, the Spotify playlist, the Apple music playlist, where to find us to listen to our episodes. If this is your first time listening, you can go back and listen to some of the other episodes. May I recommend episode number five? That's a great episode. That is a great episode. It's fantastic. I think it may, I think it's a, it's a fan favorite as well as our, our own favorite. Exactly. Um, but thank you all very much for listening. Um, and uh, I guess we'll leave you at that. Goodbye. And one more thing before we go. Sorry, Alejandro, <laughs> but, um, um, if you go onto our Instagram before this episode is released and you hear this part, um, at the moment, our links are not currently working. We are working on a link tree, which is probably the best way to tackle <laughs> this problem. So if you do that, I'm sorry for the inconvenience, just copy and paste. Boom. You got that. But right now the don't tech you can't click on the links at the moment so and that's all i had to add bye guys